everyone, and welcome back to Patience is a Virtue, the sports betting podcast all about finding value in futures wagers. I'm your host, Andrew, and on today's episode, we're going to take a look at college basketball and the NFL. So let's get started with our first bet, and that is to make the Final Four in the men's basketball tournament. This bet comes from FanDuel. The odds see Houston at plus 115, Kansas plus 150, Purdue plus 220, Arizona plus 280, UConn plus 300, UCLA plus 300, Tennessee plus 300, Alabama plus 330, Texas plus 550, Virginia plus 550, Gonzaga plus 550, TCU at plus 800, Arkansas at plus 800, Baylor at plus 850, and everybody else is greater than 10 to 1. So to start off, this bet is a few months off, so I wouldn't place a large bet on any team at this point. These lines should move fairly slowly, so you can still find some value on these teams later in the season. This really is just a first look at some of the good contenders. So let's get started with Alabama. They're currently ranked number four in both the AP and coaches' polls with a record of 13-2, and two, and they're led by Brandon Miller, a freshman who averages 18.8 points per game. Both of Alabama's losses are pretty good, as they came against UConn and Gonzaga, and they're the only team to beat Houston so far this year, and Houston is looking like a very strong contender for the national championship, so that win is very good for Alabama's resume. Bama nationally are number eight in scoring offense, and they get the 11th highest number of points from the three-point line at almost 30 points per game, so they do have a pretty good offense. Now, that, of course, can be a negative, because if they're having a bad shooting night, that could lead to a loss. Now, Alabama is also a good rebounding team. They're averaging the 17th highest number of offensive rebounds a game at 11.5, and the highest number of defensive rebounds a game at 30.6 per game. On the defensive side, they do need to show up their defense some, as they currently rank 167th in the nation in scoring defense out of 363 teams. They do, however, hold their opponents to only 38% shooting, and that's good for number 10 in the nation, so that is a good aspect for them. As they've shown so far this season, Alabama can play with anyone in the nation, especially if their three-point shots are falling on a good night. Now, if they get hot during the SEC tournament, I think they could go on a deep run in the NCAA tournament, and they're definitely capable of making the Final Four, so they are a contender for this bet. Next, let's take a look at Arizona. The Wildcats are the number nine ranked team in the nation, with a record of 14-2, and so far they've been every ranked team that they have faced this season. They're number one in scoring offense and number six in shooting shooting percentage, I should say. But they rank number 66 in opponent shooting percentage, and they're number 238 in the nation in opponent scoring. Now, Arizona is going to need to tighten up their defense beyond the arc because they're currently giving up an average of 25.1 points per game from the three-point line. This could end up becoming dangerous because they might come up in the tournament against a team that relies very heavily on the three-pointer. And if that team is hot that night, Arizona could find themselves going home earlier than expected. Back on the positive side, Arizona does rank number two in defensive rebounds per game at 28.9. They're number two in the nation in assists per game at 20.1, and they have a 1.43 assist to turnover ratio, which is very good. So they are one of the better teams in the nation, and if they get a favorable path in the tournament, they could definitely find themselves in the Final Four. Now finally, let's take a look at Houston. Again, at this point in the season, I wouldn't be placing any bets on any ones of these teams because the value certainly is not there. But if there is a team that would likely see their price only get shorter as the season goes on, it is Houston. They are currently ranked number one in both polls, and so far they've shown themselves to be heavy title favorites. Now Houston do have perhaps the best defense in the nation, leading the country in opponents points per game at 52.9, and they're number two in opponent scoring percentage. They're also very strong on the glass, ranking number two in offensive rebounds, and they average 24.3 rebounds on the defensive side. 
They average the seventh fewest turnovers per game, and they are the 18th best in the nation in assist-to-turnover ratio. It would be hard to imagine Houston not making the Elite Eight and probably the Final Four, and they're currently the betting favorites to win the whole thing, and I think that is definitely deserved. Ultimately, I think any one of these teams has a good chance of making the Final Four. Normally, you would want to get a price a little bit larger this far out, which is why I'm not recommending a bet on any of these teams right now. However, I would keep my eye on these odds, especially if these teams lose a few games, to see if you can get a better price and then perhaps place a bet on one of these teams or perhaps they even wait until the conference tournaments because, again, I don't think these lines are going to change too much as the season goes on. And now let's turn our attention over to the Missouri Valley Conference to look at a bet to win the regular season championship. And this bet is also coming from FanDuel. Currently in the MVC standings, we have Indiana State in first position, Southern Illinois in second, Belmont in third, Bradley in fourth, Northern Iowa in fifth, Missouri State in sixth, Drake in seven, Missouri State in eight, Illinois State in nine, University of Illinois Chicago in 10th position, Valparaiso in 11, and Evansville in 12. The odds to win the championship see Bradley at plus 160, Indiana State plus 230, Southern Illinois plus 430, Drake at plus 430, Missouri State at plus 2,900, Belmont plus 2,900, Northern Iowa at plus 5,000, and everybody else is greater than 100 to 1. This title race is tight, and it could come down to the last games of the season. The top four teams, Indiana State, Bradley, Southern Illinois, and Drake, they're all in the top half of the league in almost all statistics. Right now, I'd have to give the edge to Bradley for the title. On the offensive side of the ball, they're number four in points, number three in three-point mains, number two in three-point percentage, number three in rebounds, and number three in assists. They also lead the MVC in point differential, field goal percentage, and rebounds. They're also pretty good on the defensive side, where their defense ranks number one in opponent points per game and number one in opponent field goal percentage, the number three in opponent three-pointers made, and number two in opponent three-point percentage. Now, I also like what I've seen from Drake, and they have a better price at plus 430. They're number three in the MVC in points, number four in opponent points, number three in three-point percentage, number two in rebounds, and number one in opponent three-point percentage. I think they are a bit more consistent than Indiana State and Southern Illinois, which is why I would put them as their second, as the second favorite at this point. And because all these teams are very close, the scheduling could end up playing a very important part in determining who's going to win this title. Perhaps the biggest scheduling advantage goes to Indiana State, who only plays Bradley once, and that game is at home. Now, the winner of that game will have the tiebreak over the other, also, Southern Illinois has already played Indiana State twice. They played their they played both games, and Southern Illinois won both of those games. So if these two teams are tied towards the end, the edge is going to go to the Salukis. Now Bradley does have a tough three games coming up. They're playing at Drake, at Indiana State, and home to Belmont in succession. Now if they come through that stretch with two wins, they really might be worthy title favorites, and I could definitely see them ending up winning this title. And looking at the end of the season, Bradley and Drake actually play on the last day, and so that game could ultimately determine the title. If I had to make a bet right now, I would go with Bradley. They seem to be the best overall team in the league. However, at plus 160, you're really not getting enough value to make this worthwhile bet. I think if you do like Bradley to win the championship, I would pay close attention to the next three games. If they lose one or even two, their odds it should lengthen and you can snatch up a much better price. I would also consider placing a bet on Drake as it is a better price at plus 430. And if it comes down to the last game of the season, you could certainly hedge by placing a money line bet on Bradley to win that game. Again, because of when this is going to pay out, this is a market that I would just kind of keep my eye on. I don't think I would place a bet at this point. But do pay attention to what happens in the 
the win-loss column for the next few games to see if perhaps some of these lines change and you can get a little bit better value. But my favorite right now would be Bradley to ultimately win the conference. switch over to the NFL and the first bet we're going to take a look at is the odds to play in the AFC Conference Finals. The odds see Bills versus Chiefs at plus 175, Bengals versus Chiefs plus 310, Chiefs versus Chargers plus 750, Bills versus Chargers plus 850, Jaguars versus Chiefs plus 900, Ravens versus Chiefs plus 1000, Bills versus Jaguars plus 1200, Ravens versus Bills plus 1300, Bengals versus Chargers plus 1400, Bengals versus Jaguars plus 1900, and every other combination is greater than 35 to 1. Now, of course, everybody's been talking about the playoff scenarios for the AFC with the cancellation of the Bills Bengals game in week 17. As a result of that game being canceled, the Chiefs won home field advantage by leading the AFC in wins, with the Bills finishing in second position and the Cincinnati Bengals are in third. Now, if the Chiefs meet the Bills in the conference championship, that game is going to be played in Atlanta. The wildcard matchups for the AFC see the Bills host the Dolphins, Bengals host Ravens, and Jaguars host the Chargers. As the number one seed, the Chiefs will host the lowest remaining seed after the wildcard round, and if both the Bills and the Bengals win, they're going to play each other regardless of the other game matchup, or the other game result, I should say. And that's why there's no line on the Bills-Bengals conference finals matchup, because it's likely that they're going to see each other in the divisional round. I do think the Bills should be able to get past the Dolphins, especially as Miami quarterback Tua Tagovailoa will not be playing in this game. I also think the Bengals should be able to get past the Ravens like they did in Week 18 because Lamar Jackson, the Ravens quarterback, is not going to play in this game. The Ravens and the Bengals did split their regular season matchups, but at this point, I think Cincinnati's too strong and Baltimore are going to be a little bit weaker without Lamar Jackson. So I do think Cincinnati should win, but it's not a guarantee since these two teams do know each other and they are division rivals. I think the game between the Jaguars and the Chargers is a little bit of a toss-up, but I don't see either of these teams as being viable candidates to advance beyond the divisional round. I expect the Chiefs to be able to hold serve at home against any divisional round opponent and to make it to the AFC Championship. I also believe that we will likely see a Bengals-Bills rematch in the other game, and I would expect the Bills to be a favorite in that matchup. Now, if you think Cincinnati can go in and win in Buffalo, I think you do need to take a look at this bet. I would expect the Bengals to be less than plus 330 on the money line in a matchup against the Bills, giving you a little bit more value with this wager. The Bengals proved last year that they can go on the road and they can win playoff games in hostile environments, and it would be a mistake to assume that they couldn't do the same thing again this year. While a matchup between the Bengals and the Bills would be emotionally emotionally charged, given the fact that this was the game in Week 17 in which DeMar Hamlin almost died a few weeks ago, in addition to it being a playoff game at home. But it doesn't mean that the Bills are shooting to win this game. I think Cincinnati are very live to ultimately get that victory. Now, back to the list of bets. I do think the Chiefs-Bills matchup is the most likely scenario to play out. However, at plus 175, there are just too many factors that could go wrong to make this a plus expected value bet. And also remember that any bets 
which include either the Jaguars or the Chargers against the Chiefs, will also require either the Ravens or the Dolphins to win in the wild card round. Because again, the Chiefs are going to play the lowest remaining seed, which means there has to be at least one upset. Now, I think it is likely that the Bills and the Bengals will bounce out of the wild card round, which means the winner of the Chargers-Jags game will play against the Chiefs. Therefore, a bet on the Chiefs-Jaguars or Chiefs-Chargers will actually lose in the wild card round before the divisional round games are even played because of the potential matchups. So I would want a much higher number on an exact matchup between one of these two teams and the Chiefs because you probably make more money doing a money line rollover. In the end, I do think you have to look at a Bills-Chiefs matchup in the AFC Finals at plus 175 as perhaps the most likely bet to cash. So if you favor those two teams to go through, I think that's going to be the best way to play it. Now, the final bet we're going to take a look at is to have the most passing yards in the playoffs. And this bet also comes from FanDuel. The odds see Josh Allen at plus 220, Patrick Mahomes at plus 270, Joe Burrow plus 500, Jalen Hurts plus 500, Brock Purdy plus 800, Tom Brady plus 1200, Justin Herbert at plus 1600, Kirk Cousins at plus 1900, and everybody else is greater than 20 to 1. Now, if we take a look at the regular season yards, Mahomes had 5,250. He won the regular season passing title. Herbert had 4739. Brady 4,694. Cousins 4,547. Joe Burrow 4,475. Josh Allen 4,283. Jalen Hurts 3,701. And he missed a couple games. And Brock Purdy at 1,374. Now, the first thing to consider when looking at this bet is how many games are these potential quarterbacks going to be playing? You, of course, want to take a look for a quarterback who is going to go far in the playoffs because the more games that they play, the more yards that they can get. Second, you also need to consider how these games might play out. If you have a team that you expect to play from behind, the quarterback is more likely to get a higher yardage total. However, if they're playing from behind a lot, that means that they are likely to lose the game and they might exit the playoffs. Along those same lines, you also need to think about who might advance in the playoffs and theorize potential matchups. So hypothetically, if you think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a good chance of getting past the Cowboys in the wild card round, but will end up playing the 49ers in the division round, and the 49ers have an excellent defense, and Tampa Bay are likely to bow out at that point, you would want to stay away from a bet on Brady because he just wouldn't play in enough games to win that title. Now the final thing I would want to consider is the weather. Of course, we don't know what the weather is going to be ahead of time, but you might also want to think about backing a quarterback who could potentially play in multiple playoff games in either a dome or in warm weather. And again, it was announced by the NFL that if the Chiefs and the Bills do meet in the AFC Championship game, that game will be played in Atlanta, which is a dome. So, of course, this could mean large passing yards for both Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And looking for a bet, I would start with Patrick Mahomes. He's arguably still the best quarterback in the league, and the Chiefs do have home field advantage in the playoffs. He led the league in yardage by over 500 yards, and the Chiefs have the offense to put up high totals. Now, it does get cold in Kansas City, but the Chiefs are used to the conditions, so it shouldn't be too much of a problem. Also, if the Chiefs are able to make it to the Super Bowl, the Super Bowl this year is going to be played in the Cardinal Stadium, which is warm weather and indoors. So there is a potential for a larger number of yards in that game as well. Now, on the downside, the Chiefs do have a bye in the wildcard round, which means Mahomes is missing out on one game, and the loss of that yardage could cost him this title. Among the other candidates, I would consider Josh Allen and Joe Burrow to be pretty similar in terms of potential. Both play outdoors in cold weather, and both do have the ability and the teammates to put up large numbers because both are on very good teams. 
And the reason they worry me for a bet is because they're going to likely match up in the division round. Whoever wins that game will be in a good position to cash this bet, but it should be a tough contest. And so I'd be worrying about taking a play on either of these two because it's hard to know who's ultimately going to win this game and therefore who might bow out of the playoffs early. Now, Justin Herbert is interesting at plus 1600 because if the Chargers are able to get hot and make a deep run, it will likely be because of his arm and the passing yards that he's able to put up. However, their first game is against Jacksonville, and that's going to be a tough one on the road. And they're likely going to face games against the Chiefs and then also the Bills-Bengals winner if they're able to get past the Chiefs in the divisional round. So I'm not sure he's going to be playing long enough to be able to get this title, but I do think he is interesting to consider because he does have the potential to put up a lot of yards. In the end, I would like the prices for both Mahomes and Allen to be a little bit longer before placing a bet, but I do think either the Chiefs or the Bills will ultimately represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, and both of these players do have a good chance of being the leading passer in the postseason. I think small bets on both players, especially Allen with a potential matchup against the Bengals in the division around, which could be a high-scoring affair and he might be throwing the ball a lot, could be worth the risk. But if I was to place a bet on just one player at this point, it would be on Patrick Mahomes. And that's going to do it for this episode. Please remember to follow the podcast to get new episodes when they come out and to leave a five-star review to help us grow and get as big as possible. Good luck with any bets that you might place, and we'll see you next time.